lettuce, tomato, pickle, beef, bun. Welcome back to Hamburger Robot! <laughs> oh, how have you been? Uh, I've been alright, man. A uh, couple things in, in the world happened. Uh, we didn't talk about it. I know you talked about it on the couch. I think you played with Marty or somebody else. Um, but uh, the damn Ninja Turtles game that came out. Oh, yeah. I had Ogre step in for that because everybody abandoned me. So His name I, is Ogre? I was really wanting to play. Yeah. Did he used to be in a band called Skinny Puppy? Uh, no. Because <laughs> it really is a band called Skinny Puppy with a guy named Ogre. Well, I I, I know of Skinny Puppy. Ogre <laughs> is a um, is an avid game collector who, when Shredder's Revenge came out and all of our uh, uh, scheduling efforts went went just absolute cuckoo bananas. Well, you see, it came out. He stepped in and and yeah. took the reins and gave it his all. It was his first attempt, and uh, it's all right. To... Well, the, the game came out, and I happened to be indisposed at the time, but able to play it. Oh, you were you were on the toilet. Yeah, and then you were indisposed at the time, but also able to play it. And and you and I both like played separately. Separately, I just dropped my phone. I hope that didn't sound another thing. So we played Ignore separately. That. We played separately, and uh, I kept sending you little teaser shots of very, the neutrinos. Very obnoxious. Very yes. obnoxiously doing it. I was like, ah, I'm gonna beat it before you. And then like we had this this pact. We're like, let's stop where we're at. Mm-hmm. And not play any further, mm-hmm. so we can reconvene together as the hamburger robot collective right. that we are. Let's, let's finish and it on finish the, couch. the game, right? And, and yeah, yes. and that didn't happen, right? <laughs> because uh, um, one of us said I finished it, and the other one was like, "Yeah, me too." Yeah, because I didn't finish it right away. Wink, wink. Uh, I did. I just rolled through and I played uh, it, and I got my Casey Jones, and then I just I was I went dark on the internet for you. I went I went radio silence. And then, like, I guess we talked a little later on. And you're like, "Yeah, I finished it." I was like, "Oh, thanks for breaking that out because I also finished <laughs> it." <laughs> I well, finished it like an hour after I showed you the first neutrino I, picture. I, I figured. Well, the thing was, uh, I was I was going on vacation. I knew I wouldn't have access to any of this stuff. I would have probably lost interest by the time I got back. And the other thing is, the reviews are the reviews are just stellar on this game. And, and to me, I thought it was good. But I'm not rushing back to play it. Like, there's no replayability. Yeah, doesn't matter. If you got Casey Jones, or if they even threw in like anybody else. Even if they're the only reason I go back is if there's a side quest of like Usagi or Jimbo or something like that. It almost needs, yeah, it needs some kind of uh, collectability or uh, level randomization or just a thousand levels. But yeah, like unlimited levels. But even then, and it got boring. It yeah. was the same stuff. And at first, I was like, it's it was almost a callback to. The first Ninja Turtles Nintendo game where he had like the the city map, right? The and and also like a callback to Mario Brothers. I was like, oh, this kind of this might be pretty cool. It's it. Let's let's back up and say it is a fantastic game. Great it's looking great. game. They did a great it's job, fun. but it didn't. It, it, it's not something. And I think that's games in general these days. It just can't keep you up. Now that's held forever. like on the Switch or I played on the Xbox. You played on the Switch, right? Yeah, I played on the Xbox One, and uh, I guess internet. Uh, capabilities isn't that like a five at one time player game six i believe six that's ridiculous that that needs to happen and well hopefully if you do play that it, i i hope it's just bonkers i'm sure it will with be. like a thousand foot soldiers just coming out of nowhere well there's a game called uh i got it wrong last time i mentioned it, it it's uh <laughs> rescue palooza 
Okay. And basically, like, every time you beat a level, I don't know how many levels there are. It's a fan game, so I'm sure there's tons of levels. And each time you beat a level, you get a new character unlocked. And you end up having, like, Rocksteady, Bebop, all the neutrinos, all the Channel 6 support staff, news team. Like, every character that's ever been in the show, you get you can play at some point. So when when you have those types of things released, and then an official release like this that doesn't have the same amount doesn't of, live up to the same yeah yeah it's, it's i mean i liked all the characters in the in the game they were great great looking uh although there was parts of the game you're playing it and and like the damn mousers were harder to beat than krang was isn't that annoying it was totally annoying <laughs> especially the ones that shot little lasers at you well you Those mentioned things- the neutrinos and uh <laughs> i gotta say the voice they gave uh Dask. I think the the main neutrino's name is Dask. There's Zach, and right? He's, yeah, but the Dask has like the weirdest, uh, not not a voice that fits him at all because they all sound like squeaky elves. Right. And this guy sounds like uh, someone's dad from a '70s sitcom. Yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. Yeah. But you got the four t- turtles with their original voice actors, I believe, and uh, I think that's about it. Mike Patton from Faith in the More did the uh, the, the Ninja Turtle song because they can't ever use the regular one ever again because either the I, I know it has something to do with Chuck Chuck Lorre the guy that did Big Bang Theory like yeah he either wrote the song or sang in it somewhat I think he did the the little um, spoken parts where you know mentions one of the turtles names and he's like he's a radical rat and you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff I think that might have been him whatever the case may be I don't think you're ever going to hear that song released with a turtles game again but. Whatever, just redo it and move on. With Was that life. because of uh, licensing or whatever? Yeah. yeah, yeah, lame. Pretty lame. But uh, yeah, I like the game. Um, a lot of there's some callbacks to other games, and like there's that Battletoads uh, callback where you're facing the screen and throwing things at a. Uh, Was that Metalhead? Yeah, well, yeah. that was that's that's more of a callback to Shredder in the uh, Turtles in Time when you're in the Technodrome. You got to chuck the foot soldiers at the screen, but Which, Battletoads did it too. Yeah, they did it with the the rocks and like what level one wasn't it? Yes. Uh, but all in all, decent game to run through, especially free on Xbox One uh, in the Game Pass. You know, I, I rolled through it. I'm done. It was over. I'm, I'll it. never play it again. Time to move on. Ever in my life, we did it, uh, guys. Woo! Um, Stranger Things ended. It did. Uh, what was your thought process on that there? Uh, I thought I thought it started a little weak. Episodes three and four. I thought four was the best. Uh, apparently, Kate Bush probably agrees that that was the best episode because now <laughs> she's all over the, the place All again. over. I mean, what, a 30-something-year-old song back to number one. And Crazy. What's incredible about it is it doesn't have a hook or anything. It's It's such a mild song. It's got the uh, the little chorus there. Yeah, but it's so mellow. It's so mellow that I I, I don't know how it's. There's a uh, the band Placebo um, covered it like in 2006, I think, which okay. is also a decent run of it. It's pretty good. But yeah, Kate Bush, you know, just out of nowhere came back. And I guess there were some people that may or may not have been upset. They're like, you know, because because Kate Bush has kind of always been like an underground type thing now. You know, they're like, oh, why is she being so popular again? It's like, well, because, A, it's a good song. Oh, then I don't like her anymore. Yeah. And then Kate Bush came out and was like, thanks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They, they laughed all the way to the bank. Uh, Master Puppet showed up in the in, uh, the, the last episode. Yeah, that was, uh, that was cool. Uh, it, was, uh, it was hokey, but also Yeah. Cool. All right, let's, let's get this out real quick. 
Spoilers. Uh-oh, oh Bonk, 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 bonk. Use yeah. the uh, spoiler alert Tron 6000. Yeah. Conky from, uh, <laughs> from uh, Pee-wee. Yeah. Uh, Eddie's death. Uh, predictable. Yeah. Anticlimactic. Well, I think, I think you were even saying who's going to die and, and everyone's saying who's going to die. And I was thinking uh, nobody's going to die. And if it is, it's, it's going to be like one of the new characters. throwaway characters. Yeah, it was yeah. either going to be Lucas's sister because she's a th- she's throwaway. Yeah, right. Uh, They're not going to kill her. Max, because she's throwaway. Uh, or Eddie, because he's definitely a throwaway. I guess, I guess didn't um, 11 Millie Bobby Brown, she got on the, uh, the interwebs and was like uh, bashing the Duffer Brothers. For their reluctance to kill anybody, she's like, "Listen, I'll even die," <laughs> you know. And it's like I get it because they they do you know they're four seasons deep, and you can call this fourth season probably like six other seasons. Well, they teased the fifth season right away as the, the apocalypse, the end, the final. Yeah, yeah. Uh, save it for that because it's a business in in the long run. Right, it's a yeah. business. Uh, you don't want to you don't want to alienate Steve fans or. Uh, Jonathan fans, if they exist, especially because you remember season one, the upheaval of everybody like, oh, Barb's dead. It's like and Barb was a throwaway character. Barb was a a plot point to start a show. Yeah, she was a yeah. MacGuffin, but everybody's mad that she was dead. It's like, but she was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was a throwaway. Uh, I liked it. I finished it um, yesterday. I think yeah, it was decent, but it wasn't. Meh. You know, I didn't. It didn't. Like you said, start off slow and kind of weak. I think it was the best season since the first one. Yeah, uh, well, because it since it went into three and four, episode three and four started get like more horror, horror, more horrory, horror, horror oriented. Careful, uh, you know, and terror and fear and like you know, uh, that moment when Max is in the graveyard and they're like, blah, blah, and they figure it out, blah blah, you know, and then it was like. It fell into the trap of everything else. Was like I'm the big monster. I'm going to over-explain everything. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you know, I'm going to over-explain everything and give you time to fix it. <laughs> you know, instead of just going in there and snapping people up, like like he had to put Max in the in a he had to like crucify her on the thing. Then he had to like lift her up. And he's got to put his hand on her. And then it's like just snap people. If you're that powerful, just snap people. Listen, there, there's a finesse to this uh, body snapping. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I, I realize that. I'm just telling you, if you're going to get into this industry, <laughs> you have to. And 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 again, as I'm watching it, all I can see is Psycho Goreman. <sighs> yeah. I wish Psycho Goreman actually showed up. Supposed to be wreck, he would wreck Vecna. <laughs> He'd just wreck him. All right. We're looking it up. Psycho Goreman, too. I know. There's, there's figures for Psycho Goreman. What? Yeah, they're really hard what? to find though, and they're expensive. Oh, it's being worked on. Um, just, <laughs> just so you know, it's being worked on. Psycho Goreman, horrible movie, really, but it was fun. Horribly fun. Horribly fun. Oh, actually, another. I, I went to see another movie the other day. Okay. Top Gun Maverick. All right, fill me in. Jennifer Conley, I heard. She, yeah, she's in it. What? She's the love interest of. Thomas Cruise. Okay, now you've lost me. Um, Tom Cruise. Miles Teller, isn't it? He is the son of the goose. I don't know who Miles Teller is. Uh, you do if you've seen him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Val Kilmer shows up. Okay. It was 
I'll tell you what. Did you like the original one? Probably. Don't remember much. Was there a volleyball scene? Yeah, this one has a football scene Ooh. on the beach. Uh, uh, British or American football? American football. Uh, t- t- uh, tackle or flag? Well, actually, he called it something. Else. He called it a, a weird game where it was like offense and defense at the same time. Quidditch. It was, it, it almost. Was it, was it a Quidditch game? Okay. Almost. I gotcha. Uh, Miles Teller was in... Um, he was in the the crappy Fantastic Four movie, the 1990 crappy Fantastic the Four, 2015 the 2015 one. 2015 one. He okay. was in the remake of Footloose. Okay, you're not gonna you're not gonna get anywhere. With he this. was in Only the Brave, Allegiant. So, what did you think of the movie overall? I loved it. Okay, I loved it. It was great. What's the best Jennifer Connelly movie? Labyrinth, okay. Opportunity Knox. No, not Opportunity Knocks. Career Opportunities. Career Opportunities. Opportunity Knocks. That's Dana, Dana Carvey. Carvey. Yeah. Turtle, turtle. Yeah, that's Master Disguise. <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> oh, man. That was Dana Carvey. Uh, the advertisement for that movie was him doing his, his George Bush Sr. impression in a bathroom. For what? Uh, Master Disguise? Uh, Opportunity Knocks. They show that, and it's like, you know, net gonna do it, wouldn't be prudent, and that's the, that's the commercial for the movie. It's like, oh, it's that skit he does on Saturday Night Live. For Career Opportunities? For opportunity knocks. <laughs> ah. Uh, ah. I only like opportunities for one thing. Two things. Well, yes. <laughs> two things. One scene. Okay. And it's uh, where he sees her riding the little horse thing in the... Uh... In, in slow motion? Yes! So the- Son of a biscuit! My prepubescent adolescent mind was going haywire. I was like, she escaped the labyrinth to be hot! <laughs> Well, here's the here's, amazing. Here's here's the weird thing. So many uh, synthwave vid, uh, music videos use that movie, and and splice it up. And I, I don't even think they re-edit the splices. They just throw the same video over their synthwave songs. <laughs> but yeah, th- I didn't remember that scene in the movie at all. Wait, is that? It, I don't think it was. It wasn't. It I wasn't. think it was in the trailer. That's it. Oh, okay, because yeah, they they show it and and she's just sitting there slowly gyrating up and down. I'm like. I don't remember this. And Time like, out. What, what's going on off screen? Because <laughs> yeah. and then they zoom out and she's riding a horse. I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. But uh, they were the, the little uh, the quarter horses. Like you put the quarter in it, you know. Yeah. Me 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 That kind of music goes on, and she's in a uh, very skin tight white shirt, bursting at the seams because she had just <laughs> just become a woman. I guess I don't uh, know. Yes. Uh, and then uh, other Jennifer Connelly movies. Um. Uh, yep. Got me. Is oh, the Hulk, Hulk, right? Dark, Dark Water. Oh, that was a good one where she was a uh, uh, a ghosty film, right? Yeah, it was kind of like Ghostbusters Two, where the bathtub uh, slime wanted to get everybody. Yeah, but it was based on like a real deal uh, story of like a girl up in the uh, the tank on top of a hotel or something like that. I don't know. It was yeah. you know, ooh, spooky. Uh, it, it, it was predictable as well. It was, it was riding the wave of like. The Grudge, The Ring, Pulse, all those Japanese horror movies that be- got turned American with uh, with little cute girls in them, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer was in The Grudge, right? Yes. And Jennifer Connelly's in Dark Water. And I think the Jennifer Connelly was at the, at the end of uh, the, the Rush, so it sucked worse. Well, the Ring and The Grudge like ushered in like that whole, oh my goodness. And The Ring had a... Uh, forgot her name. But she was... Uh, gonna be america's darling for naomi watt was it naomi watts i think okay yeah uh, she maybe. was gonna be uh, she was gonna be hot stuff in the theaters and 
What happened? Not so, I don't know, man. I think she did oh. King Kong, I think, with Peter Jackson's King Kong, and then with Jack Black, and it sucked. Mm, yep. And they said, That'll do it. No more. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, what else happened? Oh, but Top Gun 2, man, Maverick was a. Uh, it was a. Why I liked it, and this is might be polarizing for everybody, but uh, I went to the theater. I sat down. The movie starts. And all through the movie to the very end. I was exhilarated. It was thrilling. It was funny. There was like a little bit of romance if you're into that stuff. There was a lot of, you know, the the flying scenes were amazing. But not once in the two plus hours I watched it did I think about, oh, what does this guy think of this politics or this religion or that thing or this? There was nothing about that. There was no nothing. There was It was a, a completely detachment from, from the world, and I loved it for that. What about Jurassic Park 6? Not as good. Okay. It was, uh, there's several moments in Jurassic Park 6 that were, you know, it's like, hey, I know you want to be cool, but stop watching CNN and Fox and throwing out your watchwords because you're a movie about dinosaurs. You know what I mean? You know, stop doing that to me. It's, there's, there's a reason I watch television and movies. It's to escape reality. If I want to know something stupid, I'll put on the news. There you, you go. Know? And that's why I guess what I watched today. Um... Let's see, uh, Toxic Avenger 2. Negative. I watched uh, They Live. Oh, that was close. Yeah. Not out did he, at all. Did he put on the glasses uh, any quicker this time? No, no, it's still a 37,000-hour fight. <laughs> well, at least it's well choreographed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let me <laughs> let me actually go back. I watched part of They Live, and then uh-huh, I fell asleep. Uh-huh, there there it is. So I was like, oh, I'm going to see this movie a thousand times. Best part of that movie? <clears throat> the very, end. Very end. <laughs> Yeah. Although I got like this weird kick on it, and I was like watching it, and I was like, let me let me do a little research because I want to talk about this. And uh, my research was all about fifteen seconds. Yeah, uh, I already forgot the guy's name that wrote the story, but it was based on a story called Eight O'clock in the Morning. That's a so, terrible name. Well, that's the thing. So I, I I said, let me see this story, and they said it's a short story. So I was like, oh yeah, I can read this. <laughs> Guess how short the story is? Um, I don't know. It's like a page and a half. I like that. So I read it. How was it? It was uh, very slow. Uh, no, but but it's almost the same. How was the, the fight scene in it? There wasn't a fight scene. Oh, there. okay. Now that's why. It. That's why uh, John Carpenter, when he did the movie, added that scene because otherwise it would have been like he's like Piper. You got any ideas? We need about forty minutes worth of footage. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, do a suplex off the wall on this guy. Yeah. Put on the glasses. Uh, uh, you should have seen me with the gold dust at WrestleMania like, Twelve. Yeah, it was like the same fight, wasn't it? Basically. And yeah. he's like, what else, Piper? He's like, well, you I got like any OJ footage? <laughs> he's like, I like chewing bubble gum and I like kicking ass. <laughs> But I don't have any bubble gum anymore, John. You know, so so in the, in the story, in the story, his name is called George Nada instead of John Nada. Uh, 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 uh. He, he gets um, creative liberties. I don't like him. Yeah, <laughs> and instead of getting glasses, he the story opens up with a uh, it, it. There's it, it's like a line like you know at the um, the end of the magician show when the hypnotist says wake up and everybody wakes up. Yeah, that's how it starts, and then it says. Well, George Nada woke fully up. Oh. So a hypnotist accidentally wakes him completely up. And he goes around, and then like he's at a bar, and he's like... he. So they, they figure out that he can see, and he goes home, and, and a phone rings. And he's like, hello? He's like, this is your control, the police chief. And uh, you're an old man, George. Your heart's going to stop at 8 o'clock in the morning. And he's like, what? He says, I need you to say it. And he, so he says it back to him. My heart will stop at 8 o'clock in the morning. He's like, okay, it hangs up. So then he goes through his little daily routine. It's, this all happens in one day too. Mm-hmm. He finds the uh, broadcast thing. He he blasts it out. You know, boom. You know, so everybody can see it. 
And then it says it ends with like it says uh George didn't see his success because his heart stopped at eight o'clock in the morning. Son of a gun. So I'm like, what? So not only I hate and they and just... they call the uh the 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 creatures, they call them fascinators. Because they were fascinating you with their stuff, fascinators. Wow! So it was, but it, other than that, it was pretty much the same. Was it historically intriguing? I, I guess I, I think it was written in the '60s, so it was probably badass back then. Yeah, it came with stickers you could lick. <laughs> yeah, oh, you read they it. call them lickers, <laughs> sticker lickers. These are fascinating. Put them in your liquor book from the fascinators. <laughs> what else we got going on, buddy? Oh God, do we, do we need anything else? <laughs> Well, we talked about anything that in the beginning. Look at, that, look at the six cans of uh, marshmallow fluff. That'd be good with peanut butter. It would not be good with peanut butter. Are you going to open this? You are. I'm not going to open stuff. <laughs> it's marshmallow <laughs> stuff. It's fine. I'm not opening those things. Last time I opened those, I think I was stained for like a year. Marshmallow man minis? Yeah. I was oh. stained with... Not only was I physically stained, I was emotionally stained... Mentally stay emotional damage. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that guy's funny. Um, Liv Morgan. Oh, money in the crap or yeah. Last yeah, last um... week we talked about Cody Rhodes. Like that just happened because <laughs> that was our last episode. Yeah, uh, I found it when my wife cleaned behind the toilet. But um, <laughs> yeah, Liv... <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently I forgot the flush that day. Yeah, I was, I was trying to surprise her with an upper decker, and I, I hit that one up there. <laughs> Dry bowl. <laughs> it smelled so wonderful. Anyway, Liv Morgan, uh, thoughts on that? Any? I really don't know. I, I know she was in the Money in the Bank match, got the briefcase, and then cashed it in and beat Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about Liv Morgan, she's been three, like twenty years. Yeah, fighting hard for twenty years. She she's, she was like Lisa's an... protege for <laughs> sake. Oh God, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> she's a she's an internet sweetheart. Uh, everybody loves her and. This was one of those feel-good stories, and I guess Ronda Rousey uh, wanted to to see her win it. Well, I, I think also Ronda Rousey is not liked in the locker room a lot, but because, um, because of uh, professional uh, jealousy or because her attitude sucks, or I mean, who I, knows? I, I think both, all of the above. Maybe I think a lot of it's professional jealousy where she came out of nowhere and came out of nowhere. She came out of well, UFC. she came out of UFC, but you know, it's it's like. That doesn't mean she could wrestle professionally. Yeah, she could kick everybody's butt for yeah. real. Well, just like uh, <laughs> whatever else we were talking about not too long ago, it's a business and and yeah, it's an entertainment business and and Vince McMahon's well, going to put whoever. That's why Pat McAfee's a star. Exactly. <laughs> Who is that guy? I don't know. I have no idea. He's a football player, I guess. He's not guess. the antivirus guy. I know that. And I get yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like Pat McAfee. Who the crap is that guy? And, and I guess he's got like. His podcast uh, that talks, uh, they're like really dirty on that podcast, but. Uh, Filthy. Because like a, a kid called up one time. He's like, yo, this isn't the show for you listening to, little guy. He's like, it's funny. But uh, <laughs> so who she was, she was in the match with uh, Alexa Bliss, right? I don't. It was I a four way ladder match, right? I think six. I didn't watch the oh, actual man. match. I watched the highlights because when I saw that she won, I was like, well, I've got to see this because, again, it was one of those feel good stories and. and you know she's she's got a uh, an internet presence and and I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this I, I said either. yeah I had, I had to see it uh, I watched the highlights of that I watched her cash in on Rousey I I, I heard the audience go uh, absolutely nuts when Rousey put her in the ankle lock and made it look like she was gonna tap out and they booed right oh yeah big time yeah 
And it's it's unfortunate that uh you know wrestling has gotten that that it's driven by the fans of uh, storyline you know drama like that. Boo! Because Ronda should have just twist her ankle off, and then you know the fans would have lost it. So then later on, that would have been the beginning of a better feud right there. If you know, here's the Cinderella story. I've got the money in the bank briefcase. I cashed it in that night. I'm gonna beat you, and then I lose. And then that could be. They could have brought. They could have stretched that out to WrestleMania next year. How many people uh, lose when they cash in? How many people have lost? I don't know. One or two out of like yeah twenty. You know, whoever cashes in usually wins, and that's what I'm saying. But I mean, there's a shakeup in WWF or WWE anyway right now. So it's like uh, everybody's out, back in, back it's out. It's all back crazy. In. It's you know, all crazy. They spend all that money on Cody Rhodes, and he's out for a year. Just like over in AEW, they spend all the money on CM Punk, and he breaks his foot jumping in the crowd like an idiot. And uh, Daniel Bryan, same yeah. thing. He's hurt. Yep. Kenny Omega's. They're, they're, all their top stars are are just wrecked right now. That's right. Orange Cassidy can now take uh, take the world by storm. Well, he's back. Perfect. With Dan Housen as in his in his corner. That's that's the one I don't get. I don't I don't get him. I don't get either of them. Yeah. Weird. I think they're terrible. Both of them. All right. Well, what else can we talk about? Uh, how much time we got? Like we need four more minutes. You got, um, you got anything on the radar of any upcoming games or anything like that? Um, well, I got this new game where we uh, try and fill four minutes worth of time with absolute nonsense. And go! All right. Uh, <laughs> favorite dead comedians, go. Oh, I love Sam Kinison. Uh, Mitch uh, Hedberg. I, mean, I love Mitch Hedberg. Uh, Richard Jenny. If you ever get a chance to watch an old... Uh, there's, this guy was so funny. Uh, Platypus Man was the... Uh, the name of his um, Comedy Central special or his HBO special, and there's a moment in it. He's talking about. Uh, do you ever used to watch uh, like professional football, NFL stuff like that? You know, like the and, and the officials have like the the microphone on their on their belts. Okay. And they're like beep, and they're like you know offsides, five minutes, well, you know whatever. Yep. So Richard Jenny's whole thing, you gotta watch it. He's, he's, I'm gonna paraphrase it right now, but it, like he says, if I was ever doing that, I'd be on there, I'd be like you know, boop, offsides, five yards, blah blah blah, and he'd be like, boop, wait a second, uh. My wife just left me, and you know, he goes on this whole <laughs> long tirade. He like lays down. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was funny, man. Uh, it was a good one. Next, go. George Carlin. Uh, 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 Bill classic, and Ted. Yeah. Classic. Uh, Farley, Chris Farley, Phil Hartman, those kind of guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, one of my favorites of all time, Andy Kaufman, the uh, uh, yeah. the ultimate troller. Uh, definitely definitely setting you up for, for mystery and, and wondering if he's actually gone. Yeah, well, he was, uh, and then, of course, he ties back into wrestling with us, you know. It's, uh, it's we're, yeah, and, one, and we're the Jerry, ponies, the, the Jerry Lawler feud, and where, was it real or was it, you know, make-believe, or was it live or was it Memorex type thing? Uh, let's see, other famous dead comedians, or favorite dead comedians. Hmm. Oh, Norm MacDonald, bless Norm MacDonald just, just kicked it, yeah. Yeah, he uh, just made the list. Thanks. Just made the Thanks, list. Norm. Good job, Norm. Uh, um, and Danny Tanner, right? Yeah, Dan, Bob Saget. All right, we got our time. We're good. Oh, uh, I was going to say David Spade. <laughs> oh, that's just his career. Thanks for listening to him. Robot in the morning. <laughs> he, he's way better than us. Who, David Spade? Yeah. Oh, he'd kill us he in comedy him. chops. I love him. I, I do. I like David Spade <laughs> a lot. I, I, I Did you see Joe Dirt, too? Uh, I didn't know. It's, it's, no one it's. Did. It's a hard one, but uh, there's a scene in there uh, where he goes back in time. Oh boy! Uh, tornado, uh, Wizard of Oz. 
spent spent a little time on that one. Give it oh, a, give it a chance. Uh, did you watch The Wrong Missy on Netflix? No, that's funny. That's, that's David Spade, right? That's my homework. I don't know. I hope so. We'll find out. That's yeah, either David Spade. I think it's David Spade or Rob Schneider, one of the two. All right. Well, there's a couple of Netflix movies with David Spade in them. David, uh, David Schneider. Oh, what is it? The uh, the Do Over with him and Adam Sandler. That's a good one. That's funny. It's stupid funny, but it's funny. Uh, I only said David Spade because I couldn't think of Paul Shore at the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say Pee Wee Herman, but that might hurt some people's feelings. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We filled our time quota. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hamburger Robot. Join us wherever you get your podcasts. Join us. Join, join us. <laughs> In a world with terrible video games, the couch plays them all. Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation, Indie Games, Random Dross that we found on the eShop, Metroidvania, Driving Games to Frustrate Me, The Couch Plays by Their Own Rules, Michael McRage, Marty Dross, Bad Street Brian, The Couch, Hamburger Robot, Subscribe, Join Us on YouTube, Join Us, Join Us, YouTube.com slash The Couch.